I have some great news. The Strongman of Value Academy applications are open. So from the 10th of June until the 27th of June, we are taking new applications for members like you to join our Strongman of Value Academy. Who's it for? It's for men who have an understanding of what they want from their life and they need accountability, tips, tools, and tricks to increase your productivity to achieve the goals that you're working towards. We all know that goals are milestones to creating the life that you want to live. So if you are ready to be surrounded by some awesome like-minded men, meet weekly to be held accountable towards the goal that you want, please apply and you will receive a phone call from me directly. If you're wondering if this is still the right fit for you, what I would recommend, if you don't have a life's vision and something that you're working towards creating, go check out our self-discovery program first. That will help you build out your life's vision, get a huge list of goals that you know you need to tick off in order to build that life and then the academy will be a better fit for you. I look forward to reading your applications and once again, thank you for supporting the podcast. The Man That Can Project podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. How to make friends when you're over 30. Welcome back to the Man That Can Project podcast. I'm your host, Lockie Stewart, and this is my first solo episode for a number of months and I'm excited to get back into doing them now that I'm allocating more time to brush up on my education and to give more direct content to those of you who are messaging me about things that I know many others will get value from. So if you're over 30 and if you're introverted, you're going to get so much value from this, especially if you're wanting to make some new friends. Now, I've just moved to the other side of the world, from Brisbane, Australia, to Nashville, Tennessee. And one of the things that I wanted to do was document and share my experiences of building a new network of friends, um, having left that all behind. Now, I will share that I've moved over with my wife and her band and my other extended family members. So there is that support group there. However, I'm actively going out to find like-minded friends to just continue building my network and to build that connection because one thing that I think we can all agree agree upon is that when you feel like you've got your crew, you know, you have those moments where you're like, did we just become mates? There's no better place to be to know than knowing you can pick up the phone and check in on your mates, go hang out and do some activities with them. So that's what we're going to dive in today. And three key things that we're going to cover. Number one, how introverts are making great friendships without the overwhelm because I'm personally an introvert. Secondly, why modern men are making the most meaningful friendships with limited time. Hands up if you struggle with time management. This is going to be game-changing for you. And if you stay till the end, which now this will be a very short episode, is why other men are actually looking for new friends and why they could be at work. There is this misconception that you can't be friends with your work colleagues or it sort of blurs the lines. We're going to discuss that. And then I'm also going to finish with how I've made some new great friends in Nashville in under three weeks as well. So let's get into it. First one, how introverts are making great friends without the overwhelm. Now, I'm an extremely introverted person and 
I wouldn't say I'm outgoing. So I believed for a long period of time that it was going to be hard for me to make friends. I thought if I'm not outgoing, how am I going to meet these people? It's so draining having to put myself out there. And when I first got into business, you know, back in 2014, it was actually in network marketing. So I guess the title gives it away, networking. I had to meet new people to make business. And I would find myself extremely fatigued because I was talking about and trying to find out so much information about other people, but I never really, you know, was, I guess, talking to people that I felt aligned with or really just had a great connection with. I was purely doing it from the basis of, I need you to buy my product. And I understand that some people need to be there, but we're talking about friendship. So as someone who's introverted, someone who's not outgoing, I understood that I could be outgoing if I needed to, if there was a desired outcome. It was a limiting belief that I had, but I also had to understand that I needed to manage my energy because when you're doing something that's not comfortable, you burn through energy, absolutely burn through it. So how I, I guess, worked out how I could start making great friendships as an over, uh, as a introvert without feeling overwhelmed by so many moving parts was I worked out where the people that I wanted to hang out with were actually hanging out. So rather than, you know, I guess pre-30s, and I think when you're over 30, you've definitely got an advantage here because you know more about what you want, right? You've spent the last 30 years making friends and trying to fit in with other people, people that you don't necessarily even have any interest in, but you just, you know, for me, I wanted to hang out with the popular kids. And now I'm really clear on who I am as a man, what I want my life to look like, and the people that bring me value and also make me feel valued, right? That's a, what I believe is key to a great relationship. So I recognize that, hey, this is what I want. You know, I love exercising. I love being outdoorsy. I love going on adventures. I love talking about business. I love talking about entrepreneurship. I love hanging around with people who value the other people in their life. You know, they don't belittle people and they want to help you grow. That to me is like the people that I want to hang out with. So when I broke that down, I was like, where do those ambitious, driven, caring, kind people hang out? And honestly, everywhere is the, the blanket answer. But the ones that I guess tick more than one of those boxes. So I'm looking, you know, for example, when I moved to Nashville, I was like, okay, first things first, need to make some fitness friends. I want to find someone we can train with, um, find a new gym, all of that sort of stuff. So I jumped straight on the hashtag Nashville Fitness, and I just started going through the hashtag and checking out people's profiles and seeing you know people write posts and seeing what kind of training they do, seeing what happens in their you know if they share bits of their personal life, what they get up to, and I was like, cool, that person looks like someone I would want to hang out with, and I just dropped them a message. Some responded, some didn't. But the ones that responded, I was able to go um, hit a gym session with and some of them I've become mates with, others I haven't. But because we had similar interests, we, I've now developed a great mate and one of them's name's Justin, his name's Justin. And we hit it off really well. It was one of those conversations where you're like, did we just become best mates, man? And because we had common interests, he runs his own gym he um, was an aspiring athlete. He still trains like an athlete. We had a lot in common. So it didn't feel like I was exhausting a heap of energy to build that relationship. So if you do get overwhelmed by building friendships, don't go to the, the craziest, busiest place. And for some reason, 
people think the best place to network is at a pub. Man, when you've got background noise and you've got everyone else's conversations impeding on yours, it's very overwhelming. So think about the environment and the location that you want to be and also think about what kind of people energize you because they're the people that you want to go directly for, especially now that we do have, I guess, social avenues um, where you can, I guess, find your your people, right? You don't have to just sort of go out to events and hope that those people are there, although that is a good thing to do as you build up your confidence and build up your network. But what I've experienced is when I meet one like-minded person, they're generally going to introduce you to some other ones. So that's how, as an introvert, I started making some great friendships without feeling overwhelmed. Let's go to number two. Why modern men are making the most meaningful friendships with limited time. In our academy, many of the blokes struggle with time. I struggle with time from time to time. So I know that it requires effort and it requires energy to develop a friendship, right? Sometimes you have to go travel to each other. You might even have to take phone calls. That is taking away or you could consider investing time into something that you may be sacrificing time elsewhere. Meaning if I'm developing new friends, I'm sacrificing time for my business, I'm sacrificing time for my wife, and I'm sacrificing time where I could be calling my friends back home. However, when you believe that you're hanging around or you, they're, they're going to be meaningful friendships, it's time invested. And there's this misconception that the more time you have, the better it's going to be. I don't know why. I don't know where that's come from. I think maybe for me, there was things that I enjoyed and you have those moments or those thoughts to yourself, like, I wish this would never end. So I think because we have that thought, we think that, man, a relationship can't be meaningful unless I give a lot of time to it. And what I have learned from the relationships that I have, some of my closest mates have families, have businesses, and so they have a lot going on in their own life, much like I have a lot going on in mine. So we don't get to spend hours and hours and hours together each week, but we do get to spend time. And the time that we do spend is extremely meaningful because there's a lot of intent behind it. You know, if we're catching up for a dinner, I know um, how I want to make my mates feel. I know what I want to, you know, questions I want to ask them and find out because I'm invested in their life, much like they are with me. So when you're thinking about, um, I guess, new friendships and think, I don't have time for that. Well, don't let time be a reason why you don't go out there and start developing friendships. Just think, well, what am I actually looking for and what do I have to give? Because that's what relationships are built on, right? It's it's um, this reciprocal giving and receiving relationship. And, you know, I'm guaranteeing you if you've been to a networking event, um, you would have definitely had a conversation with someone. And I've mentioned this a couple of times in this podcast already where you're talking to them for maybe five or ten minutes and you go, that guy could be my best mate, 100%. And the story I have with that, when I was an Uber driver a number of years ago, I was driving this gentleman. I uh, had a 30-minute trip because his car had broken down, so I was driving him out there, and we hit it off. You know, he was a footy player, and we were chatting this whole way um, and, you know, having plenty of banter and laughs and had a lot of things in common. And the cool thing was when, we, when I was about to drop this individual off, he goes, dude, I've never done this, and this is going to sound really weird, but can I grab your number? I'd love to go for a coffee and, you know, just just catch up again. We had a, had a great conversation and I was like, 
it's weird that we think that is weird. However, yeah, definitely. And that dude was one of my groomsmen at my or was meant to be a groomsman. He was locked down with COVID um, at my wedding and is one of my closest mates now. And because of that, we didn't have heaps of time together, but we connected so quickly that I was like, man, let's let's see where this friendship goes. And it's obviously been been going on for years. And I guess one of those other things that springs to mind around that is I don't see all my mates regularly. There's some mates that live back where I grew up. And when I do catch up, it's like we've never spent a moment apart. And that in itself, when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, if I don't see my mates all the time, but when I do catch up with them, it feels like we've never left. It doesn't mean you have to spend a heap of time together. You can have amazing friendships in limited time. So that was mind-blowing for me. The other thing um, where I'm fortunate is I got my wife involved. You know, we have a lot of mutual friends. We also have independent friends where we get to spend a lot of time together and a part which I think is important for the for the relationships. But my wife also knows how important it is for me to get time with my mates. So, uh, you know, and that's reciprocated because a lot of people, as you as we get older, you know, especially over 30, you've got mortgages, you in, in the thick of your career, you're having family, so your time is very scarce. And so it may be hard for you to um, dial in to go for a beer with a mate or go for a run with a mate, but it's definitely one of those things that's going to be extremely, extremely important. I'm just having a look to make sure I've covered everything here. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. I'm pretty happy with that indeed. So let's go to number three. And if you're, as you're listening along, if you're taking notes or want to, I guess, give me different thoughts or feedback, send me a message on Instagram or I have actually just started a supporter group, uh, which you can see the link in the comments, which is going to help me get another team member on board to edit this and uh, definitely help me make the podcast bigger and better. So if you'd love to support the show, you can check that out there. But number three, men are looking for friends and they could be right at work. People write work colleagues off. I did it for such a long time. You know, I have so many great mates that I've worked with over the years. When I was working at Function Well, a great gym in Brisbane, obviously we're all trainers because we have this passion for fitness. We have this passion for not only our own health, but making people healthier because we understand the benefits of that, right? And for whatever reason, I was like, you can't mix work and play. It just doesn't work. But as I've gotten older... I realized I haven't had to because who I am at work is exactly who I am at home. I'm not wearing a mask anymore. And I know a lot of people still do, which is why, you know, not discussed on this podcast, but it is really important to make sure that you are showing up genuinely and authentically in all areas of your life so that you can have work colleagues as mates and, you know, you can introduce your mates to your work essentially because there's there's commonality there. And you spend so much time at work, so why wouldn't you want to have friends at work? It just makes sense. It makes a healthy work environment. It makes life better. I was, um, this is a little bit off topic. We uh, had a new band member play for Shepherd the other night here in Nashville. And when we came back here, we were just having a few beers. And I thought, hey, let's all play a song from a time in our life and share a story that's attached to that song. And one of the crazy moments that I had, and this has only just come back to mind now, was that everyone spoke about connection. It was like a relationship breakdown or a new friend's coming to their life or a family member's passed away. No one told a story about wealth or about status. And that, to me, in that moment, just 
highlighted why connection is so important, regardless of whether you're introverted, you're outgoing, or you're not, right? whether your friends are at work or wherever they come from, all of us just want connection. We all want to feel like we're a part of something bigger than ourselves when we belong to something. And if you get that from work, if you get that from work colleagues, awesome, lean into that. You can build friendships. And obviously, as a business owner myself, you understand there needs to be boundaries uh, and expectations set around you know, making sure you get your work done and the friendship, of course, but there's no reason why you should just cut that off just because, hey, now nah, you're a work dude, you're not going to add any value to my personal life. I think that's a bit of BS. So quick little rundown on how I've made friends. I guess my process quickly uh, here in the US. As I mentioned earlier, um, the first thing I did was start searching hashtags on socials and messaged a few people. As I mentioned, some people wrote back, some didn't. I then started reaching out to people in my network to see if they had people they could connect with in the US, which has also happened and it's been extremely beneficial. And then once again, we've got a gym here. So joined a local gym looking for a run club where I can just meet some more like-minded people. It doesn't have to be complicated. Where you can get better at that is you can start, when you start communicating with people, it's how do you start that conversation? Something I learned the other day that I was like, man, I'm definitely going to share this was when you introduce yourself to someone, rather than just going, you know, the basic question could be, hey, Lockie, I'm from Brisbane, just moved to Nashville, full stop. If someone asked me, you know, why I've moved here, I could say, hey, I've just moved here um, from Brisbane, which is one of the sunniest places, has some of the best running spots available. And, you know, on the weekends, I love to go on good hikes. So I'm giving them a little bit more about myself so that when they return serve with another question or the conversation takes another direction, they've learned that I like hiking. They've learned that I love the warm climate. If that makes sense. So if you can go that little bit further, it's a lot easier to build rapport. That's the wrap up of this episode. I hope you got value from it. And if you would like more or some specific topics where I can share some stories of my own experiences or things that I've learned, make sure you shoot me a message on Instagram or you can comment below this episode if you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube and I'll do my best to get some uh, episodes out on that because I'm definitely back in the groove now that I'm in the US of weekly solo episodes as well. And if you want to support me and help get us out, please share it on your socials, rate and review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. Till next time, I'm Lockie Stewart. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.